Coming up on HIGMT, how to purchase and install your very own steering yoke for your Model 3 or Model Y, Motor Trend tests out the auto shift out of park feature in the refreshed Model S, and progress is made at Gigafactory Berlin. Welcome to How I Got My Tesla, the podcast of indeterminate length for Saturday, June 26, 2021, episode 48 in Ottawa, Ontario. I'm Matt Wilson. Let's start off with a few Tesla things you should know. Looks like the aftermarket suppliers are also jumping in on the refreshed Model S steering yoke. Han Show now offers a similar steering yoke for the Model 3 and Model Y. InsideEVs.com links out to YouTuber i1Tesla where he was able to install and test out a steering yoke in his Model Y. He was able to get some video of him and his wife driving the Model Y around town and in nearby parking lots. And what was interesting for me was just how simple the switch from the stock steering wheel to the new yoke was. All that was needed was to kill the power to the car, remove the airbag and steering wheel, and install the yoke and connecting everything back up. The switching to the steering yoke is not a one-to-one reproduction as what is found in the Model S. The Honsho yoke does not have the capacitive buttons and drivers are still required to use the stocks found on the steering column. So I wonder just how long we're going to see a conventional steering wheel in the Model 3 and Model Y. If Elon actually finds driving with a steering yoke so much better, maybe the conventional steering wheel is not long for this world. Anyway, so starting at $1,100, it's not certainly for the faint of heart, but if you want to separate your Model 3 or Model Y from everyone else, this option might be for you. Then again, you could also simply cut the top of the original steering wheel and cover the exposed areas with new leather, but it's just not quite right, as seen in the Tesserati.com article in the show notes below. Motor Trend recently took another look at the refreshed Model S, and this time around, they focused their attention on Tesla's auto shift out of park, or the predictive shifting feature that automatically detects to place a vehicle into forward or reverse. After entering the vehicle and fastening the seatbelt, the car will predict whether or not you want to move forward or reverse, and you will confirm this prediction with a presser 2 of the brake pedal. In the event that the Model S cannot predict which direction it's going, it will be up to the driver to select the desired direction of travel on the nearby infotainment screen. During Motor Trend's testing, the Model S was able to correctly predict the direction of travel around three quarters of the time. The remaining one quarter of the test had the Model S incorrectly suggesting the direction of travel, either because of distance limitations or the system was just confused. Even with suggesting the incorrect direction of travel, the Model S will not move itself into any direction without first input from the driver. There's also a third option for drivers that I was not made aware of. Right below the cell phone charging area, there are buttons for park, reverse, neutral, and drive. So in summary, Motor Trend thinks this might be a feature that no one really asked for, but perhaps this is a sign of tighter automatic systems integration. With this feature still listed as a beta program, Tesla has provided an avenue for improvements in the future. There's a big push to have Tesla deliver record numbers of delivered vehicles for the second quarter of 2021, which ends in the end of June. Elon sent out an email to all employees indicating that the next 12 days are super important in terms of production and deliveries. Last quarter, Tesla delivered just under 185,000 vehicles. There's strong inclination that Tesla will be able to break 200,000 delivered vehicles in a single quarter for the first time ever. InsideEVs.com has some charts showing past deliveries per quarter from 2012 to 2021, and there's definitely a hockey stick trend with deliveries over previous years. Now, it doesn't look good for my predicted 1 million delivered vehicles for 2021. With delays at Gigafactory Berlin, all of Tesla's production capacity is still confined to Fremont and at Gigafactory Shanghai. 
Just as Elon predicted, it appears that the Model Y is about to overtake the Model 3 in terms of delivered units. TorqueNews.com has a story based on analysis by Twitter user at I cannot underscore enough has looked at the actual delivery since 2018 based on vehicle type per year. According to the data, delivered Model 3s have leveled off, while delivered Model Ys are continuing to increase quarter over quarter. I suspect that this is not much of a surprise since SUV sales across the automotive industry have basically pushed sales of sedans to the back burner. With the introduction of the Model Y, Tesla has given potential purchasers an option where they might find the Model 3 a little bit too small and the Model X just too expensive to purchase. Tesla has two of the top three American-made vehicles in the U.S. The Model 3 and Model Y are ranked number one and number three respectively, with the Ford Mustang between the two Teslas ranked at number two. This accomplishment is even made more impressive since both vehicles are all electric. Just last year, the Model 3 ranked number four in the list, and this year the Model 3 was the 16th best-selling car in the world, according to a report from Forbes. According to Elon Musk, Tesla's vertical integration in terms of production and product knowledge gives Tesla a distinct advantage over other automobile manufacturers. With in-house designing and required machines to assemble each vehicle, Tesla can quickly identify and implement efficiencies along the production line, something that would take a complete factory shutdown with other companies. With the introduction of great cameras fully integrated with drone technology, we are definitely spoiled with the amount of drone footage that is being posted online from every one of Tesla's Gigafactories, even those that are still under construction. It's been a while since I've looked at Gigafactory Berlin, that thanks to YouTuber Fly Brandenburg, we all have a great look at what is happening lately. Despite opposition groups still slowing things down in terms of issuance of final permits, Tesla is still able to move forward with testing production equipment and production lines inside the sprawling complex. Most recently, we're now seeing primed Model Y bodies in a new paint shop in progress on the new 4680 battery cell production facility. The entire area that has been cleared dwarfs the land that currently is occupied by either completed buildings or buildings that are still under construction. There's still plenty of room for Tesla to expand further into. And while we're talking about Gigafactories, we might as well take a look at what has happened over the last week at Gigafactory Texas. And thanks again to Joe Tegmeyer and Jeff Roberts for their daily drone footage. Work is progressing around the entire site, including boring under the Colorado River to make way for the sanitary sewer connection to the existing network. Structural steel construction is proceeding in the southwest corner of the Megapad area. This area is just about done. I say we give it a few more weeks and the structural steel work will be around 90% complete. Precast concrete columns, beams, and roof panels are being installed in the area to the north of the casting plant, and general leveling of the area is still continuing at the proposed battery cathode and lithium hydroxide processing facility. Exterior wall cladding made up of precast concrete wall panels and window modules are proceeding on all sides of the Gigafactory. Well, that should pretty much do it for episode 48. If you're looking to purchase a new Tesla and you want 1,000 free supercharging miles, feel free to use my referral program link in the show notes below or head on over to ts.la slash Matthew 40942. Currently, the only person to use my referral program link is Chatty, so thanks, Chatty, for that. Uh, hashtag for this episode, let's try hashtag pseudo shifting gears. And the overall hashtag for this podcast is hashtag HIGMT. And if you have any feedback for me, you can throw me an email at how I got my Tesla at gmail.com. And I need to shout out my patrons who support me at the V3 supercharging level. So thanks again to my brother Nick for your continued support. As always, you can watch my progress towards a Tesla of some sort by visiting howigotmytesla.com. 
You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram by simply searching for how I got my Tesla. And finally, I've set up a new Discord server for fans of the podcast. I will include a link to the server in the show notes below. It's a great resource to find progression on any given topic, such as my 2021 predictions, financing and leasing, or even news regarding the anticipated Gigafactory Michigan. So thank you for listening. This podcast is produced by Matt Wilson and hosted by Squarespace. Music for this episode is Cascade by Cubby. 